And welcome everyone to the weekly walkthrough H-Town coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. I got the numbers right finally. Consistently. I've been keeping track. I go home and write it down. Good. Hi, Susan. Good morning. Afternoon. (laughs) That's afternoon. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Day. Yes, it is happy Valentine's Day. It is. So hopefully people who are have Valentine's are out valentining. That's right. Or if people don't have Valentine's, they're happy single awareness day, like I like to call it sometimes. I had this secret hope that maybe the Heston High singers would be waiting for us when we got here <laughs> and be doing one of their little singing Valentines. And I know that I can say that now because by the time anyone hears this, there will right. be no pressure. But I right. thought that would be kind of cool. But I also understand they probably want to go to paying customers. That would be a factor, yes. I, I can imagine that could be a factor. Sure. So... Well, you look like you're okay. I am okay. Because you had a pretty stressful Saturday. I did. Are you referring to what happened at the golf course, Susan? Are you referring to that? When I saw a news helicopter flying over Uh with the cameras recording what you were doing, Uh I knew it was a big event. So they had the kickoff at the golf course. Uh Kicking off, it was no tournament. It was just a kickoff, and there were a a game where you spun a wheel and had to kick a field goal. And you have seen the video proof of this that needs to be deleted from your phone immediately that I lost the kickoff because I had to spin around five times and try to kick a field goal. Mm -hmm. I did not kick the field goal. You also didn't really fall down. I didn't fall down, which was what goal, I saw on the video. That was goal number one, and actually, that was goal number two. Goal number one that I did not throw up. So that, that was I managed to not throw up. So that is that was I was pretty proud of myself that. That day. is. So you didn't. There was no golf. It was just the no, no, game. no. We were playing golf. Oh, okay. But these games were like in the intro. For yeah, it. or it was like as you made the turn, you ran out and tried to kick a field oh. goal to win a prize or win a free round of golf or whatever it was, the giveaway was. Uh, I did not win. About how many people attended? I have no idea. I have no idea. It was just as they came out and they played golf, you made a tea time, came out oh, and played. And we yeah, had a, that's right. It wasn't a, like a big group starts right, at once. It was right, anyone no. who was out yep. on the course that was willing to. Yes, and I was in the middle of a very high stakes match with my friends. So mm-hmm. We were playing for hundreds and hundreds of pennies. Okay. Well, so. that was a great event, and we appreciated yeah, Zach kind of it giving really us a little was. So I didn't see you out there trying to kick a few I ball. was not. Uh, I went to the first half of the Shockers game. I see. And I then see. I got so distracted by the Super Bowl. I was like, did they win? And Mike said, yeah, double overtime. And I'm like, okay, but what's happening on this football yes, game? I It's hard for me to keep track of that many There was sports. a Super Bowl, too. We, yeah. I did notice that. The Chiefs were victorious. A lot so. of happy children there in this are, town. There are a lot of happy people in this town. Yeah, so. not just children. That's Adults true. are happy, too. I saw someone with a truck with three or four flags flying at the same time the other day, or just yesterday. So nice. was very, very happy. Yes. And, Good. Yes. And well, we're waiting on Anthony to join us, but Mike Anderson's here. Mike, thanks for coming in. It's great to be here. Thank you. It is, it is really cool. We're talking with the two, two of the Harvey County demigods. Okay, that, maybe that's not, right. That, I mean, that's these, a pretty strong These word, are the but, people you know. to know in Harvey County. Yes, and actually now. We timed that about right. We did time that about right. Anthony's going to join they, us in we, just a second. We can officially say that we have all the power in Harvey all County. All the power in Harvey County is in, in, in our room, in our table, yeah. at our table. So. Well, I wanted to just say a little bit about this Harvey County health needs yes. assessment that is still going on because our, our good friends over at the health department, along with other people in the county, are interested in hearing feedback from people in the county on what you think the needs are and the opportunities. And I've been having a few informal conversations with some focus groups about that. But if you have not yet 
had a chance to complete this, I, I strongly encourage you to do that because how often does someone truly ask you for your opinion and really want to know? I mean, yeah. right? right? We ask each other, what do you think well, yeah, about exactly. all the time, but I do mean, we really want to know? We kind of volunteer our opinions without being asked sometimes, so. Occasionally. Um, but I would just encourage people to visit harveycounty.com, um, and I believe that you might be able to navigate pretty easily, or here at the library, there's some paper copies of this survey. A lot is decided on this, and maybe Anthony might want to just say a little bit at some point how that the results of this but this information matters we're not just looking at it for the heck of it right yeah the information is beneficial to both the health department but it also helps out newton medical center it also helps out the ems departments mm -hmm. within the county um, sometimes they need that information for their accreditation processes so okay. it's really more than just a harvey county survey it's really for harvey county and the partners Okay. Okay, great. That gives a lot of clarity, too. So if you haven't done that yet, be sure to do that. But yeah. Rusty's going to dive into some important questions I, with I, these I am. individuals. We are, we are with Mike, and you are the Harvey County Emergency Manager. That's right. And Anthony is the Harvey County County Administrator. So we got – so, guys, um, for both of you, getting too many papers too many time, you know that how that's how it goes. Um, maybe let's talk a little bit about your – connection to Heston Harvey County and and a quick summary of your career, your career trajectory that's a tough word on a Tuesday so yeah well so um, my uh, connection to Harvey County is through my wife Molly mm -hmm. um, incredibly we are coming up on 29 years oh, of uh, marriage in, in May good work yeah so um, so up until about a year ago uh, it was all visits mm -hmm. And uh, so we would try to come, you know, a couple times a year to the best of our ability. But uh, having been in the Coast Guard for 30 years and, you know, Molly was a part of that for, for 28 years of it, right. um, we felt like it was time maybe to, to actually settle down. And okay. so uh, we contemplated where that would be. And, and here we are. All right, great, great. And you also had a daughter who went to Ellison College in nursing. Yes, yes, she did. Tess yeah. went to, so I got to know Tess a little bit. So, yeah. But. Well, my initial connection to Heston was going to Heston College right. in 2000, actually 1999 through 2001. Um, so after that, I took a brief time in um, Ohio and in mm -hmm. Topeka and then in Wichita, but ultimately moved back here to Heston in 2011. All right. After I started working for Harvey County in 2010. So. Great, great. We are glad you guys are here. Very, very, very much so. Um, what are your roles in the county and what are some of the daily responsibilities associated with both of your respective positions? Well, so uh, with, with my job with emergency management, mm -hmm. I'm uh, constantly reviewing our plans, mm -hmm. our checklists. Are we ready? Are we prepared? Um, and the, the challenge with that is, is there's a number of things that can happen throughout the county at a, at a moment's notice. Right. There are almost an innumerable amount of, of things for us to, to consider. What is the event? Where is it happening? And how does that impact our mm -hmm. response? Um, so we are constantly working with our partners uh, to just make sure that we're ready to go at a moment's notice. And for me, I try to explain what a county administrator is. Um, I'm the chief administrative officer for Harvey mm -hmm. County, so I work directly for the county commission, but I'm responsible for the effective administration of all of the government affairs of the county, implementing and enforcing policies, rules, and regulations that are ad adopted by the county commission. Um, in our office specifically, we have seven staff, mm -hmm. and we handle finance, budgeting, payroll, HR, public information, geographic 
um, information systems or mapping for the county. Um, we take care of putting together the commission packet for the commission and also project management. Right. Okay. So there's a lot that happens in the county, as, you, as Mike can attest to. You, but uh, You seem a very busy fellow. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> And, and overall, I mean, just to give some idea of the structure of the county, um, we have 17 different departments within the county. Mike's the head of the emergency management right. department. So five of those are run by elected officials like okay. your county treasurer, your county mm -hmm. clerk, um, sheriff, et cetera. Um, the rest are all by appointed department heads like Mike. And then we also liaison with the district court who's in the county courthouse as well. Okay. Okay, so it's a lot of communication. You have to be a very good communicator. As a communications degree guy, I get to plug that once in a while. So, And yeah. I bet you have to concentrate on people's names because you have all these people that you're interacting with and remembering names and it, roles. It, and it is good to remember their names. Names yeah. are tough. Names <laughs> are tough. Matters, no, it's, it? I understand names are tough. Names yeah. are very tough sometimes. So, um, How do previous experiences prepare you guys for these positions? Well... From a Coast Guard perspective, um, I've been a first responder. Mm -hmm. um, I've been in law enforcement, so I've carried a gun, so I know what that world is like. Um, environmental response, uh, so I was an environmental response officer uh, for a time. Okay. Um, taught um, and actually built an emergency operations center school, and then I was headed up an emergency operations center uh, in Anchorage, Alaska. Um, and then uh, lead instructor for Maritime Search and Rescue Ac Academy. It's actually an international uh, academy. Um, and then went into incident management teams uh, where uh, received a bunch of qualifications, but to include uh, incident commander. So in this world of work, you have to be able to speak a lot of languages mm -hmm. and, yeah. and mm -hmm. relate to a lot. Um, so, and then uh, I went to work for the state of Virginia and uh, built the state's first incident management team. So I was the program manager and incident commander for that. Okay. So um, those experiences um, just help you to, to kind of translate almost into any environment. Um, but it's important that in this position, people know that you can relate to what they're going through. Mm -hmm. So when that alarm goes out or um, those police officers are responding, you can relate to what they're going through because I've, I've been there in some form or fashion. Right. Interesting that you say you have to speak a lot of languages because I, I don't think in our conversations that we've had previously that, that I've heard you use that term, but that really is true because you are working with elected officials reporting, mm -hmm. and, and but you're also talking with people that maybe – you know, you go out to the scene of a, a fire or something mm -hmm. and they are broken and struggling and they want to know that you, in your position, can also understand their position. And so you, you really, yeah, I like the way you said that. That's helpful. Well, and, and oftentimes people don't understand how different aspects of a response connect. Absolutely. So, yeah. right. So it may be a, a, you know, a particular type of response, but they're going to be 10 impact points. Um, and 10 entities that you're having to bring together uh, to coordinate and add relevance to what their particular skill set is for what we're trying to achieve. Sure. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, for me, I had some great opportunities, I guess, during my undergraduate time, both at Heston and at Washburn University. Um, I was able to take part in an internship with the city of Topeka, learned a lot there from that type of government in a very large organization had the opportunity to do an internship with the state legislature and specifically with the 
the chair of the Senate Ways and Means <laughs> Committee at the time. So learning about state government, local government, um, through those experiences was, was a very beneficial thing. And then I really started off after my master's degree at uh, Sedgwick County, working in their county manager's office and having good mentors mm -hmm. and watching managers who have done this job for many, many years, um, learning from their example. Um, but I also learned there working in their budget office about that connectedness, how to communicate with um, elected officials. I was the budget analyst at Sedgwick County that worked with the county or the district attorney, the, the county clerk, the county treasurer. And how to placate the guy who begs you for more money. Over yeah. you, so. I mean, it's, it's a different setup where, I mean, you have somebody who is elected by the entire right. county in charge of a department and it's not a hierarchical structure. So you have to learn how to um, work with everybody involved to try to get everybody headed in the same direction mm -hmm. to um, make sure that the organization is is moving forward and hopefully be all on the same page. Right. And, and I'm, I'm guessing that with that vast background for both of you, you get to see what has worked and maybe things that haven't quite worked and then maybe get a picture that, hey, I can tweak this a little bit. I think this would work for this setting. And I think there's a lot of, um, I think it's a lot of an probably an ever evolving type of management or field and, and that type of thing too. There, there's always something new happening yeah. um, and you don't always anticipate what is going to happen. We can try to have as many plans in place or right. we can hopefully have the right people on the team um, to handle whatever comes yeah. up. But ultimately, there's always new things that arise and you use the skills and and the people that you have to, to, to try to address those things. Yeah, and I think that's a big one is the people. The people make this the response, not just not for your guys's, but the people that are first on the scene or, or helping behind the scenes. The people are really what probably help drive that a lot. So, Anthony, in high school, was government your favorite class? Uh, I won't say that government was my favorite <laughs> class. Um, I mean, that teacher's I, probably listening, so no pressure. I, but I mean, I actually came to Heston College thinking that I was headed on a path to be in um, groundskeeping. Like I wanted to go maintain, a, uh -huh. you know, Wrigley Fields um, grass surface and gotcha. things of that nature. So it was really after a year of voluntary service that I went to Washburn, got involved in their bachelor's of public administration program, mm -hmm. and then got these opportunities to be involved yep. in government and saw it as a, right. a really interesting field. I mean, it's interesting when you think about what class in high school ties to your current career, and not that it has to, but I was thinking, I wonder if you knew back then, but interesting. Yes, the, the, ed, the former educator speaks up on the classes. I like that. Well, so, no, it, but it's true. It's absolutely, you never know what class is going to grab you or at mm -hmm. what stage it was. I mean, I can speak to that. I was a engineering major at Hessen College and realized that I could write a little bit and that math and I weren't probably as good of friends as we thought. So, <laughs> guys, away from the job, what do you guys like to do and, and to relax and recharge? I know, Anthony, you're kind of a fixture. A lot of Swather games I see you at, too. So, yeah. Spending a lot of time with the family, going to the boys' activities. Um, when we can get away from South Central Kansas, going to the mountains to hike. Yeah. Um, if I'm at home, gardening is always a good thing. Um, also, I grew up on a farm, so being able to get out in the country, and we actually raise a few Texas Longhorns, so um, going out, yeah, going out to uh, spend some time just out in the country on the farm yep. is a way to get away as well. Absolutely, and can recharge your batteries. Mike, what about you? Um, I like to fish. 
So okay. fly fishing in particular. Okay. So try to tie my own flies, you know, right. peaks and valleys on that. But um, I enjoy our parks here in Harvey County, so I definitely want to give a, a plug for them. We've really got a good park system here. Um, I enjoy watching uh, Formula One racing. Okay. So that season's coming up, and uh, Premier League soccer. So All right. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. Okay, great. Well-rounded individuals I'm here. impressed. I am, too. Anthony, uh, tell us a few things that you believe that every citizen of Harvey County should know or keep in their mind, appreciate, and maybe even stop griping about a little bit, too. <laughs> Well, that question was from Susan. Yeah, so. I, I, I expected it might be. Um, I'm sorry to, to be a semi-responsible no, 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 one of you journalists. No, no, that is great. That's a good. It's a good question, though. I mean, it covers a lot. It it is, and it's it's really almost difficult to to answer because it is so broad. But there's really a lot of. Op- I want people to know there's a lot of opportunities for engagement with mm-hmm. Harvey County. Um, we're, we're here to work for you, um, but we want your input in what it is that we do. There's opportunities for individuals to be on our advisory boards, whether it's for our parks or for our planning zoning department, um, for our aging advisory board. Um, you can even come to county commission meetings. That's why I'm a little delayed today. Uh, yeah, we, had a, we had a long meeting with um, a lot of citizens that had concerns about a topic, so um, the meeting went a little bit longer than, than regular, but there's ways to engage in that way. Um, you can also be engaged in the budget process. But other th- piece that I would say is that Harvey County is the entity that sends out the tax bills. No one likes to pay, t- pay taxes. No. Um, and ultimately, the tax statement comes from Harvey County. It has Harvey County's name stamped on it. But of the, genera- of the revenues that are generated um, through the property taxes and collected by the county, Harvey County only keeps about 28% of those. The rest are sent out to schools, the rest are sent to cities, townships, fire districts, watersheds, things of that nature. Um, So I think that's an important piece to know. Uh, I think that's I think that's really important. I mean, your those your tax dollars are really at work in that sense, helping better the community, better the county, better the things that need to be bettered. And and each of those entities that are receiving those funds are also seeking your input as well, or I would hope that they are. I mean, whether it's being engaged within your local school district or your local city, um, even in townships if you're out in the rural parts of the area, but... I think it's it's really interesting. You know, Mike used the term of speaking different languages. I bet Anthony, you have to have you have to listen with so many different ears to so many different people's con- concerns. So again, that communication thing, I'm going to harp on that a little bit because I'm a big communication guy. So, but it's yeah. true. It, it is true. I mean, communication is a huge piece. Um, always wanting to have an open ear to hear feedback from citizens and see how that feedback can be maybe implemented. Um, can't say that it always can be, but right. um, but in most cases, there's some way that we can answer their question or, or try to help them out. Right. And, and that's what needs – I think a lot of people a lot of times look for an answer. Just giving an answer is, okay, they're addressing it. Some people like to hear their own voice a lot of something they might not agree with. But if you can placate with an answer, I think people will step back and go, wait a second, okay, they're working with us. They're not working against us. I think that's big to be together. Well, and you live here too. Yeah. Both of you. I mean, that's exactly. the thing I think that sometimes people forget. Um, nearly everyone that is working in some of these service capacities shares these streets, these parks, yeah. this air. And so you care about it being a yeah, healthy place, too. Not just our – yeah, like we've talked with the police. They're your neighbors. They're your friends. They're your people. That We're all together in this. So, yep. Absolutely. Yep. 
Is there anything you wish people would stop griping about? I know you're very um, aware of not being, um, you know, you're just a nice person, Anthony, but should, should, what should Susan Lamb stop griping about? <laughs> you can aim it at me. You know, Susan, I don't know that I have anything that, that you should stop griping about. Okay. Um, but, but I will point out one more thing that Mike already mentioned is our, our county parks. Um, if you're new to the community, you may not know that Harvey County has three parks right. spread geographically throughout. Um, one has a, a very large lake that you can take your ski boat out on or your jet ski. You can go fishing. Harvey County West is a little bit smaller park, has a smaller lake. Um, but And then Camp Hawk, if you're a disc golfer, excellent place to go disc golfing. Um, we've made some investments out in that park in the, in the past years. And really, if you want to get out and hike, you want to go ride your horse on the horse trails or you yeah. can go ride your bike, whatever the case may be, there's lots of opportunities to get out and, benef- and utilize the benefits that are um, being put forth through the county park yeah. system. You've already paid for them. As a taxpayer, yes, right. Exactly. So exactly. Uh, truly, why do we need to leave town, leave the county to have fun when those things are yeah. here and paid for? So nice way of spinning that question. You know, <laughs> you, you interact with a lot of county administrators across the state. Is there something about Harvey County that stands out as maybe unique to you? To me, I'd say the thing is collaboration. Mm-hmm. Um, when I came here, that was something that I noticed that's a little bit different than I've seen in other locations. Here, Harvey County, it's our goal to work with everybody whether that's other cities we have the harvey county council of governments which all the cities in the county get together on a monthly basis to discuss issues see how we can collaborate how we can work together to try to provide services in a more efficient way but it goes beyond just the other governments it's also with our community partners it's um, through all the entities that the health department works with is through all the entities that mike's department works with with emergency management and we couldn't do what we do without having all of yeah. the community partners engaged with us and walking alongside us. Yeah, and that that's very, very cool. I think that speaks to the volumes of not just the neighborhood, the neighborly feel and everyone in this together. And, and if you go outside of Harvey County, you're going to find out that that's not that way mm-hmm. in other places. There's places where cities can't even have a conversation with the county um, or there might not be community partners that want to talk to one of those entities. Um, and I think we we're so used to the collaboration bit here in Harvey County and that it works really well that we don't know how good we have it compared to some other um, locations throughout the state. Maybe almost a little spoiled. I'm using air quotes for that in, yeah. in a good way, in a very good way. So, yeah. yeah. Mike, um, a good portion of your job involves preparedness work. Do you have any suggestions for our citizens on how they can be good partners for your office in preparedness? Yeah, one of the best ways uh, they can partner with us is actually being prepared themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the biggest helps that can come to us. Um, resources are constrained. Um, so the more that people are prepared, the better that we can allocate those resources uh, for those higher those higher needs. Um, and so uh, I encourage people to uh, Google Harvey County Emergency Management uh, so you can build your own preparedness plan, your own preparedness kit. Um, so when you when you Google Harvey County Emergency Management, um, you'll see uh, build an emergency kit and, mm-hmm. and select it. And it's a, a great site for getting uh, some good ideas on how to how to be prepared. And, and that preparedness is not only for you, but your family, uh, your, your pets, mm-hmm. uh, your livestock. 
So, so what does that look like? And, and for it to be sustainable for, for several days, if, if not up to a week. Okay. All right. Um, you recently empowered a local organization, CCRT, to be instrumental in supporting those impacted by the Fox Meadow Apartments complex fire. How important are partnerships like that, and what are the main the the main benefits? And that really goes along with what Anthony said about those partnerships and yep. the collaborations. Well, it's interesting. At the end of the day, um, it's a community event. Whether it's an emergency, a disaster, whatever the case may be, these are, we're just we're community members helping fellow community members, uh, and so those partnerships are key, especially to have those conversations in advance to know uh, what people can provide. Sometimes knowing what people can't provide is just as important, so that we know where our gaps are and and how we can allocate resources uh, to to fill those gaps. And, and to put this in context, uh, for that apartment fire, uh, and, I, and I ran the numbers, there were 87 people who supported that response. Um, between police, fire, EMS, uh, dispatchers, um, the Emergency Operations Center, our volunteer partners, our community partners. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just what we know of. And we know that we weren't able to capture everybody. who We, we had uh, unnamed community members who would just simply drop off water. Uh, right. out of the goodness of their heart and, and walk away. And clearly we, you know, we weren't able to capture all of those folks. So we're actually probably approaching close to 100 people who supported that event. So, so these really are um, community events mm -hmm. and, and we're just community mem members helping community members. Yeah, and, and this is the question that I talked to Mike about before and you weren't here to because I'm kind of ambushing you, but it's an easy ambush. Um, you know, you've lived here in Hessen now for quite a while. Um, and for both of you, Mike, you haven't been here as long as we have, but what we've, we always talk about Heston being a real special place. Maybe what have you seen that lends itself to be, having Heston be a special place or even Harvey County in that, that respect? I think connectedness among people. Um, it's great to go out and you run into people that you, I mean, it's a small town atmosphere, mm -hmm. I guess is my point. It, I mean, I grew up in a small town. Right. Everybody um, knows everybody. And Heston's a little bit bigger than where I grew up, so it isn't exactly that way. But um, going to ball games, um, seeing people, our kids are involved in the same thing. So that's a, a really special thing. I think the the opportunities for recreation in this community are outstanding um, from the standpoint of you can get on hiking or, or walking or biking trails. Yeah. Um, you know, whether it's the pickleball courts or tennis courts for that matter. I mean, there's always something to get out and do with the family and, and that's a great thing. Yeah. Mike, what about you? You know, it's interesting for us, it was always about the 4th of July. Mm -hmm. And so whether we were in uh, Alaska or Puerto Rico or wherever we were at the time, it was always coming back for the 4th of July. So, um, and, and lighting off the fireworks. Uh -huh. So we would literally build vacations around the 4th of July. Okay. All right. So, so those are always special memories for us. Good. Great. Now, another thing that I wanted to talk a little bit, and I was mentioned to Mike this, being the emergency management, and maybe you can speak a little bit to this, you know, maybe give us a little snapshot. We've got a semi-winter weather event coming in. What goes into that kind of planning response from your end, Anthony, and from you, Mike? We talked a little bit about that because we're on the cusp of maybe getting anywhere from three flakes to three inches. Who knows? It's Kansas. We don't know. So uh, the first thing we're doing is we're monitoring the storm days mm -hmm. in advance. Right. So what people don't know behind the scenes is we are tracking various uh, weather aspects, geological aspects on a daily basis. So we're tracking three days out. 
uh, at a minimum what the mm. weather is and, and very detailed aspects of the weather. Weather. What's what's our wind direction? What's the air pressure? Um, uh, are the winds going to shift? Are the pressures decreasing? What is that telling us? What is that trend analysis telling us? Um, we're tracking um, water flows with uh, various water gauges because we can have perfectly good weather here. A community to the north get an excessive amount of rain, and the next thing we know, some of our communities are now flooded. And it can yeah. be perfectly nice out. Um, we're actually tracking uh, seismic activities. Um, you know, there's the Humboldt Fault Line that a lot of people don't know about that's relatively close. And in fact, there was a, a 3.0 earthquake uh, in the past day to the yeah. south. Uh, these are little things like this that, that we really try to stay ahead of so we're not caught off guard. Mm -hmm. So as it relates to this pending weather event, we're, we're, we're um, constantly tracking the mm -hmm. weather. Um, there are times that uh, I'll be in uh, direct communications with the National Weather Service if I'm looking for some, for some amplifying information. Uh, the National Weather Service does a fantastic job of putting products together, uh, getting it into partners' hands. Um, here in the county, we distribute that to, uh, to over 100 people, and those are leadership positions, so we know that those are getting distributed uh, throughout the, the county. Uh, and and we, we're trying to give people as much notice as possible so that they can make their, their preparations accordingly, whether it's a long-term care facility, a, a school, whatever the context may be. Um, so if the event appears it's going to be significant enough, we'll start uh, uh, coordination about two days out with, the, with those key players. We'll start putting our emergency operations center um, into place uh, so that if this does become a significant event, and we do have you know, various emergencies within that event, we're right. ready to go. So. And the goal is to be prepared, yeah. not, not to panic people. It's not why the yeah. information is coming out days in advance. Right. It's to allow people time to have the ability to prepare um, for whatever situation they might be in in life. So. And that makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. It's not, it's not to panic. You're absolutely right. It's to, hey, let's be prepared. Let's forward think. Let's get ahead of this so we're prepared in case we're snowed in for two days or whatnot. So. Yeah, but you know what's interesting, Rusty? Uh, Lisa Teachman has a connection to this community because she threw some grant dollars uh, helped us with a project and has visited with our third graders a couple of times. And, you know, I always think, oh, well, I better listen to Lisa Teachman or Ross Jansen or something. But what you're saying basically is there are people in our county that are being paid with our taxes mm -hmm. that are doing this personalized work to mm -hmm. prepare, watching very carefully how it's going to impact just our county because that's your area of responsibility. And I think in a way I should take a lot more comfort from that than I do because that, that is highly um, technical and specific work compared to a four to five minute um, broadcast on one of the networks, right. all of it's needed. But um, I think many of us don't even think about the fact that you're, you're doing that and that's just a part of it. Mm -hmm. You're not just doing it to be doing it, you just do that routinely. And that is really, um, that, that's kind of reassuring. It is, it's very reassuring. I mean, th that's just, one aspect of everything that's just a weather situation right I mean, there's all different kinds of things like when we had the wildland fires out mm -hmm. to the west of in western mm -hmm. harvey county you know that's a whole different situation so mm -hmm. it's really interesting to see those various aspects of these offices and these departments come together and collaborate and and try to get ahead and work together it's really tempting i think for citizens to think that your department only begins working when someone calls 911. Yeah. But what you're doing all the time is trying to reduce the number of 911 
emergencies and trying to support people through them. And, and that is huge. And we need to appreciate that. And the fact and we that, do. And that we, Anthony's we do. writing the checks yeah. to make it happen. <laughs> yeah, not, probably not personally. Well, the commissioners are writing the checks. Okay, good. Thank you, Don Schrader <laughs> yeah. and others. Yes. Well, guys, thank you so much. Is there anything you want to add? I mean, about coming in and being Harvey County, being Heston, anything that comes to mind? I think thanks for the opportunity to come and share about the county, um, especially on the the emergency management piece as well, just so that the community knows what's happening from a preparedness perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, That department does a great job about getting their information out already through a number of different means, but um, continuing to have another source to provide that information is always helpful. Yeah, just a couple of things I'd like to uh, advocate is the, uh, we talked about the community chaplain response team earlier and their formation of this new volunteer response team Mm -hmm. that they're leading. Um, On March 2nd at 6.30 p.m. at Grace Community Church, they're going to hold their first uh, meeting. Um, And they're uh, reaching out to uh, all the churches, but um, having spoken with them, they welcome anybody who would like to be a part of their volunteer response team. So uh, they are welcome to to attend again March 2nd at 6.30 p.m. Grace Community Church. Um, Storm Fury uh, Fury on the Plains is March 9th at 6.30 p.m. at Newton High School. So our our, uh, annual and uh, traditional um, weather presentation, severe weather presentation provided by the National Weather Service. And then uh, finally, just uh, please follow emergency management, Harvey County Emergency Management on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, We are constantly updating with uh, whether it's weather updates or um, education pieces, how uh, our community can be better prepared. But we also encourage people, reach out to us. Have a conversation with us over those venues. We we want to hear what what people are are thinking, what's on their mind. Yeah, that's important. Great. Now, I think... People would be disappointed if we didn't go off topic just a little okay, bit bring it because, on. you know, I mean, that's how it is. Bring it on, yeah. And we've already gotten all the, the wealth of information, <laughs> so they can't take it back, <laughs> right? right? I mean, unless right, right. Anthony reaches over there and presses erase. Right. But I'm, I'm going to just say, Anthony, is there anything from Shickley, growing up, Heston College, somewhere in there, do you have any kind of dirt on Rusty that... In order to keep you quiet, he has to lay $10 cash on this table. You know, Rusty and I had a lot of fun in college. We did. Um, we did. He was a little. He was a couple years younger than I was, but we have a bunch of mutual friends. Yep. So we had a, uh, opportunities to interact in different ways. Um, unfortunately, I probably don't know any more on him than he knows on me, so we probably have to keep it, you know. Exactly. So we're it's like a saran wrap kind of thing. We're professional sort of thing. Okay. Um, professional. Because if I, you know... If you open up, if I provide some some dirt on Rusty, then I know he has some dirt to provide on me. So. Okay, and then that will become a countywide emergency. Uh oh, tying that in there. And Mike, I mean, you can see the golf course kind of from your home. Have you seen Rusty do anything for which he would need to set ten dollars on this table right now to have have you keep quiet? Not that I can lay, okay, lay claim to. Good. Right. Yeah, I think good. we're okay. Good, good. Mike hasn't been out there enough. Okay, yeah. great. Good. Good deal. All right. Well, it's really a privilege to Jim, have both thank of you. you so much for coming. Yeah, it's it's awesome. really It's really good to see just outside of Heston what we've got going on yep. in the county, what the good things we have going on in the county, people who are in charge and collaborating and coming together and trying to keep us going the right direction Taking to keep us care safe. Of us. Yeah. I think we'll probably invite you back. So Absolutely. hopefully this wasn't too... 
painful. Stressful. I get that jacket the second time I come back, right? You, uh, we have, we're still trying to get a, um, some sort of <clears throat> tracking system for how many times you have to be on the podcast right. to get the right. black and red well, buffalo okay. plaid jacket okay, we'll work that on Rusty it. will knit. I am knitting that. Okay, well, no one's ever getting a jacket because I have two thumbs and I cannot knit. I can barely tie a fishing. No, I can tie a fishing knot. So okay, what's it? What else is going on? All right, so other things we got going on this weekend. Bella White is performing at the Arboretum, so there's still tickets available. So get in touch with the Arboretum to see Bella White's performance. Emma Creek Classic registration is up on hrce.org. So get registered for the largest women's walk jog run in the state. That is in April. So there you can get a line, do that. Swathers are honoring all their winter activity seniors tonight on Valentine's Day before battling Haven in the shed. Those senior parent nights are important to people. I'm really glad that they do that. They are. And then I'm going to rant for just a second because Keisha, it's time that Keisha changes substate. I say it every year, but we're in that factor of substate and the top three classes are seated and the lower ones aren't, yada, yada. But I do think something needs to change. I think that I've been an advocate and Anthony can actually nod with me, but I think Kansas needs to do something like Nebraska does where they have regionals and then they have six teams make state and the two best out of the wild get the wild card system and there there are points applied. I think that would be a wonderful thing that you don't have a loaded substate where teams have put in this body of work and one team goes or a substate like there is in 1A boys somewhere that a team with a losing record is going to make it to state. But I don't I don't know. I think there needs to be a very serious discussion with the brain trust of Keisha to revamp the smaller class of substate. Is Bill Fafflick still director of that? No. Okay. No, he, he used to be my neighbor. No, he is not director of that. So. Okay. But I'd, I'd like to see I was going to try to, you know, see if I had any leverage. Yeah. <laughs> doesn't, he doesn't remember me, I bet, but... But that's about that's about what we've go going on. We've got, I think we're going to have a bunch of people next week. I mean, sounds I think, like the room will be full. I, it sounds like uh, Kim Walls for sure, a chamber mm-hmm. director is coming in. Uh, husband Mike, who's a councilman, might be here. He's questionable. Uh, Shirley Weber is going to try and stop by and regale us with D'Angelo's as they're entering their final week of business next week. A little tear. Yeah. I know a, a tear. lot of tears. Let's let's be real. And then um, Chris Eilert is going to Chief Eilert is going to stop by and talk a little bit about some new scams that are coming out. So we'll have a very busy next week yeah. as well and then i think two weeks just to get it kind of in people's um calendar so that they don't forget i think that brad gore from the arboretum right. and katie schmidt will be talking just a little bit about some upcoming stuff the race plant sale and yes things like that so never boring never boring if you're bored in heston it's your own fault if you're bored in harvey county it's probably your own fault too there's a lot going yeah, on go to so. the parks and things yeah, like that absolutely. so we're kind of in a little bit of a gap here before mlb gets going it's college, um, it's college hoops, man. I know. So I watch some basketball. Do you remember who my team is? You're the right? Shockers. You're a Shockers. Fan. Right. So it's a little hard to be super excited, but still. Hey, care. they won in double overtime on against yeah, SMU we, on Sunday. I know, but I mean, anyway, we do care about basketball. But we do. It'll be great to see opening day for baseball too. I think you're right. Okay. All right. Well, that is going to do it for us. Once again, we had a great time. This has been the Weekly Walkthrough H-Town, coming to you from the hub of the community, the Heston Public Library, recorded with podcasting equipment sponsored by USW Local 11228. For Susan Lamb, I'm Rusty Witcher saying we will talk to you guys next week.